Hey guys, good afternoon and welcome to the Daily Roofing Industry Report. My name is John Dye and I'm your host. And uh, I'm really excited because I get to bring on someone that I really look up to in this industry and someone that I think has uh, a ton of great insight for us and uh, hopefully will give you a ton of information today. And if you're not following this guy on Facebook, you guys need to check his stuff out. He's got an amazing team and they're, they're putting out some amazing content. So I want to welcome to the show the one and only roofing specialist, Mr. Jonathan Sherwood. Hey, John, how's it going? Pretty good, brother. How about you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Thanks for uh, carving out some time to chat with me today and bringing me on uh, the show with the Catalyst Group. Uh, really respect you guys uh, as well. Love being a part of everything that you guys do. So let's bring some value to the industry. Let's do it. I really appreciate it. And uh, I think that, you know, we've got a, you got a lot to share with us and hopefully bring a lot of great value today. And I know you will. So, man, um, it's good to see you back from Mexico. You got your, uh, your, you got your sign behind you. You guys are all set up. Yeah. Tell us what's going on in your neck of the woods, man. What have you guys been experiencing with, with all of this, you know, craziness? I mean, it's been a, it's been a definite change in our industry. Really, really that has, you know, happened really quickly. Yeah, I think this uh, this pandemic's been a little little rough for everybody. You know, we have some out there that are just really struggling uh, just to get basic necessity done uh, amongst those that are actually sick with the virus. And then we have businesses that are trying to stay afloat. I know there's some businesses that have been in business from the 80s that are going out of business. And then we have essential businesses uh, like construction trades, uh, which we have an opportunity to continue business and get prepared to grow when we get out of uh, the current state. As for myself, I was gone, like you said, out of the country for a little while. Uh, my plans were originally to kind of battle it out there, but when they started closing down the beaches and stuff, I decided to come back. But I think the uh, the number one thing uh, that folks need to remember right now, and I've had a lot of talks about this COVID-19 and kind of what we're discussing now is business as usual. We have to keep operating as usual, not in the sense of making uh, interaction and personal contact, but in the senses like strategic planning. Uh, for instance, you know, you can get on a conference call and it's just not the same as, you know, using a platform like Zoom or Google Hangouts where we can see each other face to face and actually interact with one another while we have the social distancing and the shelter order in place to strategically plan how we're going to run a sustainable business during this time, how we're going to prepare to come out of this time and even farther above that, start working uh, at the future on how we're going to grow the business. Uh, personally, I've seen, uh, as you know, my niche is really other roofing contractors, roofers helping roofers uh, completely on a commercial level. So I have seen uh, those that are working, the pipelines that were already in place are really benefiting during this time. Uh, I also see residential organizations that range anywhere, you know, from several million to upwards of 80 million a year that are looking to strategically bring in uh, revenue, which obviously means they're having to create opportunity. Now, the guys that I see creating opportunity are doing a couple different things. Uh, I've seen gentlemen that have come up with uh, creative thinking, such as uh, offering uh, grocery cards for roof inspections, uh, whether there's damage or not damage, which is creating opportunity. I mean, if you think about it, if you were to contact a telemarketing company, you obviously would pay XYZ for a lead. So if you were to purchase a gift card that would help somebody out, uh, in a necessity, you're still paying XYZ for a lead. The other thing that I've seen that I've kind of consulted with some of these residential guys is getting them set up on programs, whether it's Lionsbridge, 
uh, or state farms programs or contractor connection, you know, things that are rated off of palm scores because we're obviously rolling into the hail season. Uh, the weather is not going to subside because of COVID-19. Those things are still going to happen as we've already seen some of the collateral damage in different parts of the nation. So getting set up on those programs, because my thoughts are as a homeowner, if you do sustain collateral damage, you're probably going to ask your carrier who they should speak to during this time since we don't have the door knockers and the contact as normal. So I think setting up strategically for the hail as it comes is also a very good thing. And then, you know, obviously we're all trying to roll into the automated, you know, whether we're using social media or Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter, et cetera. Now, the thing about that, which obviously I'm a very firm believer is you, you got to go into that really ready for some consistency and know that there's not going to be an immediate gratification because you put out a few advertisement videos and think that you're going to start getting the response from that and really getting it rolling. So I believe those that are going that avenue, if you don't already have that platform, then really you're doing this more as a consistency thing. So as a few months go by, you'll be ready to start generating some of that business. So that's kind of the stuff that I've been seeing going on, uh, just getting back and getting in the swing of things. But as I said before, for me, uh, my suggestion is just business as usual, as much as you can keep it as it was. I And I agree with you. And I've seen though a lot of the, you know, the pipeline stuff where, you know, we had a lot of backlog work that was left over from last year that people were just getting the gear and getting that stuff going. And that was good. And I think that sustained us up until today. But now we're starting to see where that stuff's starting to wrap up. And now contractors are starting to, in my opinion, it seems like if you haven't had a storm yet, you're, you're getting a little panicky you're starting to, to, to get a little bit worried because, you know, you're starting to see the end of this, that pipeline's almost done. How do we bring more people into that pipeline? And you're right with the social media and stuff, but a lot of contractors don't have those pieces in place just yet. Are they, are they too late? Is there still an opportunity? What, how does this opportunity even work? Uh, I think that consistency and having a library and archive of videos is going to be one thing. But one of the things about social media advertising, in my opinion, is, you know, you have to really dial into your clients. So now what you're saying is, how do I get a homeowner or a business owner to stop scrolling and be interested in exactly what it is that I'm saying? So if we think about social media, what's the one thing we always see? We always see, oh, call us for a free roof inspection. Maybe it's a funny video. Maybe it's not a funny video, but it all ends in the same thing calls in a free roof inspection. I don't personally believe in my opinion at this point in time that people are really going to call off, off of that. So I think it's going to come up to creative thinking. You have to capture the audience. So our audience is either a residential homeowner or some type of business owner, property management company, HOA, in the investment syndicate of some type. So how do we get them to stop scrolling? So it's going to come up to creative thinking, making quality videos, and then keeping them consistent. But with that, you know, understanding that social media branding and advertising is not an overnight thing. This isn't, okay, we're in this pandemic, my other stuff's not working, I'm gonna make a few videos, I'm gonna pop them out, and all of a sudden I'm gonna start getting a bunch of incoming leads. You gotta get that brand out there. Once that brand is out there that people are used to looking at and watching, then I think you have the opportunity to cultivate those clients out of it. So then what's the flip side of that coin? That seems a little negative and adverse, how do we try to draw on or what's my opinion on trying to draw on business? As I was saying before, what I would do is I would personally do uh, getting on roofs for grocery gift cards, gas gift cards, necessity items that are actually needed. Because if you were to contact 
a telemarketing agency and you're in an area where you haven't sustained any collateral damage in a little while, now that we just had storms, they're going to have their call centers just completely directed, most of them, on where they're going to be able to generate leads and make the most money to sustain their business. So now what we have to do is look at it as before. I paid XYZ for a lead. Why don't I pay XYZ and something else to draw on another lead? So I think giving away necessity and a time of need as you're impacting the community for a positive is probably a good idea. And the other thing is setting yourself up in those accounts. But again, those are time. So I don't think there's any immediate gratification, maybe other than creative thinking for what's going on. I think it's sustaining with what you do have, being smart about the resources, and then trying to grow as you come out of this. No, you're absolutely right. And I think that uh, you're, you're, you're a social media, uh, you know, you, I know you believe in this, you're, you, you live and breathe it, you've built an amazing brand. Uh, you were recently named amongst one of the most influential in our industry. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit, though, as a roofing contractor, how do you leverage social media into marketing dollars? Like what, you know, obviously, it's it's a little different when you're when you're a commodity based roofing contractor to dominate in social media. How do we how do you do that? I think if you're looking to use social media and brand to create revenue, uh, you got to be ready to burn some money for a little while without seeing anything in return. Uh, I would say personally, for me, it was really about eighteen months of pouring money into social media before I actually saw the return and just building that brand itself. I'm very blessed and fortunate to, in my opinion, have one of the best social media managers that you could possibly have. And he's a great friend to me, uh, but it was still the consistency in that. And again, it goes back to how do we get people to stop scrolling? How did I get people to stop scrolling? So how I got people in the industry to stop scrolling was they want to see people on big roofs and different roofs. Because if we think about it, a lot of guys we'll see on online will be on the same roof all the time making different videos. So the first thing that I did is I was just consistently on different large roofs across the nation showing people, hey, look, this guy is always getting on roofs. What's the next thing that I did? The next thing I said is, okay, I got on these roofs, but let's show them that these roofs were actually converted into dollars and contracts. So what does that require? That's gonna require progress footage and completion videos of what I was actually working on to go hand in hand with those initial inspection videos. And then the next thing was, well, who who is his target client? Where is he getting these clients from? As everybody knows, one of my niches is working with other roofing contractors across the nation that I've built relationships and cultivated them with. So I started getting testimonials or videos with them too so that I could have back support from my clients to draw on other clients that people knew in the industry as well. That's huge. So much good information right there. And if you guys, you know, it, it may not be exactly the same as what a roofing contractor is going to do, but the, the, the principles are there and you're, you're right. Like there's, it's, it's consistency in doing it over and over and over again and doing the certain, certain steps again and again, and again. Um, you, you know, you said you got to burn through money. You got to get your, you got to, you got to basically take that time to build that brand. And it's, it's unfortunate that we're dealing with what we're dealing with right now, but today's just as good as, you know, it's much better than starting tomorrow. <laughs> so if you haven't started yet, go ahead and start working on this now, because God forbid we have to go through something like this again, which it could happen. 
It's happened once, and we know that history tends to repeat itself. It happened 100 years ago. doesn't mean it's going to take another 100 years for it to happen again. We could have another pandemic two years from now. Are you going to be ready for the next one? Or are you going to be caught in the same situation as you were this time? That's the real question. Um, and now is, an, is the perfect time to begin to study these things and study what guys like you are doing, what Greg's teaching, all these different things, and start to uh, to cultivate these these uh, this this knowledge and start to implement it and be consistent with it. So I, I, I agree. And Jonathan, you've got such great advice and I appreciate you coming on here today to, to, to share this with our, with contractors, because I, you know, you, if, if, if someone like me can do something like this, anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what it that. comes. To. I say that all the time myself. And I mean, here's the thing about this and what we got to look at, you know, we, we, we can't live in fear and we have to find the positive in all of this. So, okay. So it's how do we take this obstacle and make it our opportunity? Well, globally, we're all being pressed right now, globally, not just the nation, but globally. So think about it. Whenever you're pressed, whatever comes out of you, that's who you are. That's who your business is. So if your business is getting pressed right now and the reaction to that, that's who your business was. Was your business ready to sustain this? Some people were, some people won't. So here's what you do though. We take while we're getting pressed, and we take the obstacle to make our opportunity by learning from our mistakes in this. Where weren't we ready? Where, where could we have uh, produced more in? Where did we have lack? What could we have done better with our finances? So when we do come out of this, those that sustain are going to become bigger and better businesses. I'm trying to learn from this. I've been fortunate. We got projects going on and, 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 it's, and it's really busy. And, you know, we, we still have people sending stuff into us. And I stay in constant communication with some of my mentors and some of my friends in the industry that have good sustainable business. And even they are learning from this. This needs to be a learning experience. Even though it's negative, we have to draw the positive out. I think that's the most important thing out of this. Man, that's that's such good information right there. If you're struggling and you take that information right there and you, you, you uh, put that in a bottle and start to do exactly that, this would be the most, uh, this is the, the best learning experience that life could ever give you is what we're going through right now. Jonathan, brother, tell us, look at, look at this contractor in the eye right now that's listening and wondering, what do I need to do, man? Like, how do I get through this? What's, uh, what's my best, my best move to make here? I don't, I'm not really sure I'm struggling. What, what should we do? So, I mean, the first thing that I, I want to say to him is the same thing, you know, I'm telling myself, my family, my loved ones, my industry peers, and just everybody I come into contact with. And like our lives are bigger than this moment and they're bigger than this circumstance. And we have to remember that. So now with that being said, we still have to deal with what we're currently going through. So I'm gonna say again, business as usual, as much as you can possibly do it. Get on strategic meetings with your uh, staff, with the people that you work with, with your subcontractors, get on face-to-face Zoom meetings and start strategically planning and seeing what you can get done, what you can shelf and how to draw on new business. And then the other thing is going to be is try to make sure you maintain in those meetings the company culture and the core values that you have in your business. And then, like I said before, got to get creative. Got to get creative right now. There is, we are an essential business. There is business out there. And those that are going to push, they're going to get that business. Now, it might not be as much as they're used to, but it's going to be something. But in that, as the final word would be, is learn from what's going on right now and prepare for when we come out of this, whether it be doing the videos I said about giving away necessity gift cards, or whether it's getting on Lionsbridge, Contractor Connection, Vericlaim, and preparing for the hail. But use this opportunity to plan to make your business better, not just to plan directly after this, but to plan for 
the following year and the following year. When you look at some of the big producers that have large magnitude business in this industry, they are strategically planning for 2021 and 22 already in the midst of this. It's always be moving forward. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I know, uh, I know you just did a, a podcast with Paul Reed and I feel like he's one of the most strategic roofers that I've ever met. Um, you know, in the way they do business, they start the year 20 million in the, you know, in revenue. They don't, they don't, they don't start at zero in a, uh, in a given year, which is completely different than most contractors. Yeah. yeah so, uh, you're, so you guys are right. And there's so much good info. You guys, the, the key thing to understand is if you're a contractor right now, you're not alone. There's a whole bunch of us were in the groups we're helping and there's a whole bunch of people like jonathan and greg and and that that number one believe in this industry i believe in this industry i think this industry is amazing i'm so thankful to be in it every single day because you know this is one of the most resilient group of people that i've ever met in my life i don't think i could point at another industry and say that this industry comes through recessions it comes through uh at times like this is when we thrive more than ever and you can see it today. We're, Balance is having their biggest week of the of the year so far. And every week I keep saying that because every week we get busier and busier. It hasn't gone the other direction. We're, we're trending upward. And that's because I believe in this industry. But there are people that you guys have never experienced this yet. And you guys are wondering what to do, how to move forward, what you need to be what moves you need to make. And there's so much great expertise and you're not alone. Make sure to reach out to people like Jonathan, the people like Greg and other people that have been on this show. They would love to help you and give you maybe a little small piece of advice or just a little bit of encouragement. But if I can do it, I'll be happy to do it. And so I appreciate you guys for being here because I think that it, it shows, you know, uh, how, how great our industry really is that people like you are here and Greg and Jonathan and everyone else that's a part of this. So you guys, thank you so much for joining me today, for being a part of this, for being on the show. Uh, if there's any, ever anything I can do for you guys, just let me know. Um, this has been a great episode and, and you know, you guys have been amazing today. Thank you so much. Thanks, John. Thank you.